Okay, last year we made a bunch of predictions about what would happen in the year 2023. And right now we're going to go over uh, all the predictions we made and see what we got right and what we got wrong, which, spoiler alert, we got a lot wrong. That's next on the Access Louisville podcast. Thanks for joining us. My name is David Mann, and joining me today is Ellie Tolberts. Hi. Joel Stinnett. Hello. And Michael Jones. How you doing out there? Access Louisville is a weekly podcast from Louisville Business First. Normally, we bring you the latest news and plenty of sharp opinions on what's going on here in Louisville, Kentucky. We got a bit of a different show this week and next week and come to think of it i think we had a bit of a different show last week so we're kind of uh it's late december and we're ju- we're just kind of doing stuff now uh kind of kind of just counting down to the end of the year but uh this week i'm going to go over some predictions that the uh, podcast crew made last year around this time we were predicting 2023 and then next week we'll do a show where we predict 2024 and let me tell you i hope we do a lot better predicting next year than we did predicting <laughs> this year uh, because because uh, I, I don't think it really worked out for us this year. Uh, so I'll start with, um, well, we have several people that that weren't, that weren't aren't on the show today that were on the show last year, so I'll kind of mix it up between people who are here and people who aren't here. And then we have Joel, who uh, is new to the staff this year and uh, and just now seeing this, uh, this whole crazy process uh, unfold, so. Yeah, I don't have to defend any of my Yeah, you, I can just make fun of all yours. Yeah, you can just make fun of them. Yeah, and we appreciate any comment and commentary you have. Um, all right, so I'm going to start with I'm going to start with me because who, who better to pick on than me? Uh, I predicted that the Claudia Sanders dinner house would be sold and the buyer would use it as the launching point for the all-new Kentucky Fried Chicken Trail. Uh, which neither of those things happened, right? Ellie, you nope. just looked up the... Uh, yeah, I looked at the listing to see um, if it had sold or not. It's still listed, and the price has decreased. Okay. So, I don't know. They're it's those mortgage rates. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, I think that it's, you know, hard to get a good deal. So, <laughs> so maybe that would and slow somebody down. limiting the chicken, the fried chicken trail. I know. We were also excited about yeah. this last year, so... All right, now I'll go to Michael. Now, Michael, I, I'm gonna. We're just gonna have to walk through this and decide if it happened. You said we'll see a deconstruction of the Ninth Street divide, uh, and you mentioned that the Dream Hotel was opening near the Fraser Museum. That happened, right? No, it didn't open. It, it didn't open. It hasn't it, opened yet. It didn't yeah. open. It's being developed. Uh, yeah. Uh, and then you also mentioned the uh, Baxter. Uh, is it Baxter Commerce Center? Uh, a community center. Community center. Yeah, All right, I wrote Com Center. Yeah, but that wouldn't be near. Is that on Baxter Avenue though? Uh, no, their Baxter Square Park is in Beach of Terrace. Oh, That's okay, the got, first it, got, park it, got it. Got it. The There's a lot of Baxters. Yeah, we, too many, <laughs> too many Baxters, too many uh, Breckenridge's. Uh, but anyway, uh, yeah. So I think your main point here was that it would be changed and more walkable, which yeah. I don't think it is. It, it didn't happen. <laughs> um, they are scheduled to to start working uh, on that uh, actual con- uh, construction of the Ninth Street Divide in mm-hmm. 2025, 
And a lot of that federal money that came out of the coronavirus pandemic has to be used by 2026, I'm sure. Yeah, it seems like they better get <laughs> yeah, yeah. better get working on it. We're going to see a lot of projects next year, but we, uh, yeah, we yeah. you know we had the event. I think it was in June. We were talking about this uh, the re- reconstruction project. So there's a lot of talk about it. Yeah, just hadn't seen it started happening yet, but uh, maybe that'll be a prediction you can make next year. Uh, we'll go to someone who's not here right now. Uh, Stephen Schmidt predicted that Tennessee, uh, the University of Tennessee volunteers, would advance into the South Regional um, quarterfinal of the uh, of the uh, NCAA March Madness, which was taking place at the the KFC Yum Center, and that was his local tie to that, and that they would go on to advance to the Final Four. Didn't happen. Yeah. No. no. Yeah. I don't know also, they. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Were they good at the beginning of the season last year? Um, also, they didn't go to the South region. They ended up in the East region. I went back and looked it up. So they, you know, Stephen is like uh, coaching his kids' team. Yeah. And I think he just thinks now he knows everything about <laughs> basketball. <laughs> you know, he can go out on a limb. And uh, yeah. Um, it, it, I guess I, if I was a Tennessee fan, I would be mad that they had to go in the east and not the south because yeah. it would have been a quick drive for him to Louisville. Uh, he also predicted, he kind of like threw another prediction on there, so I'm just going to throw this one on there, that UK would get to the Sweet 16 and it would end there. UK didn't get to the Sweet 16. Yeah. They got to the 32. They didn't get to the Sweet 16. Um, speaking, yeah, big basketball day today. I, we'll get to that later, <laughs> I guess. But uh, <laughs> they could. I think they could get to the Sweet 16 this year. Um, all right, so let's see here. Ellie, you had two predictions here. I'll just go over one of them right now. I thought you had insider knowledge when you made this mm-hmm. prediction last year, but uh, you predicted that Louisville would land a nonstop flight to either Seattle or Toronto. Neither of those happened, I guess. Yeah, there was a lot those, of talk, but yeah, and those are still I, those are just the two places that um, the airports specifically going after. Mm-hmm. Um, that didn't happen. Although the last I talked to Dan Mann, who's the uh, executive director of the uh, airport authority, he said they're still going after him next year. So yeah. although I won't make that my prediction again for <laughs> next year, I'm still like rooting for it. Yeah, I hope so too. It would be nice to have a direct mm-hmm. flight to, to Seattle. Uh, maybe I'd finally go there. Um, let's see. Laurel Deppen, uh, old friend of the show, uh, predicted that the Quills Coffee Baristas would unionize. I looked around. I couldn't find that Quills Coffee Baristas unionized. Mm-mm. But there was some well, unionization. Yeah, yeah everywhere else. else. Yeah, everywhere <laughs> else <laughs> but Quills. <laughs> but I think at that point, Heine Brothers and Sooner Goss yeah. were at least looking at unionizing mm-hmm. And then I think that was probably a logical prediction on her part because mm. that's the next, like, big Louisville coffee chain. Yeah, I think that's when the Heine, like, because the Heine Brothers closed in Douglas Loop. That mm-hmm. had just happened, I think. So all of the, like, union talks with Heine Brothers was yeah. happening at the time. Yeah. And we did see some uh, union um, work stoppages among uh, among coffee shops. Um, which one struck at Black Friday? Was it um, Sunagos? Sunagos, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then the the Starbucks union. I can I don't know what union they're in, but several of those stores also struck. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, you know, Quills has been quiet. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it makes you, makes you wonder if that's uh, maybe coming up next year. Well, or I guess we'll is see. it just like a utopia? There's yeah. no need. What's Quills doing? <laughs> yeah. Quills is either doing something right or something or wrong. wrong. <laughs> so, uh, all right. Yeah, well, we'll look for that one maybe next year. Um, okay. Um, another person that wasn't that isn't here today, um, Haley Cawthon. Um, regular contributor, uh, she she made this. Well, first of all, last week she predicted she would be here because <laughs> she was going to fly home from California on a red eye flight and uh, <laughs> and then come in and do the show. But uh, as as we all predicted, as we she predicted, did not, <laughs> she did not make it. She didn't come in. <laughs> She's at home. Uh, we're one for one this year. <laughs> yeah, we're one for one. But anyway, she predicted that um, Fourth Street Live would see a major um, renovation type project and it would sell to a different developer. It's owned by Cordish Group, but Cordish would sell it to a different director. Um, I'm going to be super generous and give her a half a point on that one because Fourth Street Live didn't really get a major renovation, but it did get two new tenants. Yeah. One's a comedy club, uh, Laugh was Laugh Louisville Comedy Club, very spot on on the name, <laughs> and then the uh, the taco restaurant, oh, Locos. Is that what it's called? Yeah. yeah I saw one story said Cafe Flore or Fiore maybe, but that might have just been a business name or something like that. So, um, but yeah, yeah, it's at the old Whiskey Drive spot. So, yeah. has anybody eaten at that place yet? I haven't eaten there. Mm-hmm. Huh. Me neither. It's not too far away. We're going to have to take a field trip, I guess. But All right. Let's see here. I'll go back to me. And, and again, a boneheaded prediction on my part. Um, well, hang on. Let me, keeping score, so far, Haley has half a point. <laughs> <laughs> and everyone else has, has zero. <laughs> We're journalists, not psychic. Yeah. yeah. Come on. We don't know. Uh, we don't make assumptions. <laughs> we just, yeah, we're just, we're just having fun. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. Uh, let's see. Where was I going? Oh, yeah. I was going back to me. Another boneheaded prediction. Okay. There's this project. Well, there's this proposal that someone, that the, the state fair board made uh, to build a tunnel between downtown and the fairgrounds so that tourists could take, you know, automated cars or something from downtown hotels to the fairgrounds, which I thought was, uh, you know, that's a cool idea, but I got way ahead of myself and said someone will sue to stop it. I don't even think it got to the point. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> it didn't even, I don't think, I think it was just a proposal that like yeah. didn't, they wouldn't well, sue the they proposal. They funding <laughs> to study it. Okay. Yeah. That, that was their idea that they wanted <laughs> to study it. Yeah. And so. to my knowledge, no one is sued to, to stop yeah. the study. Stop the study. <laughs> stop the study. Don't. <laughs> stop the study. Why do we need an underground tunnel anyways? Like, why? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> What's wrong with the streets? <laughs> well, <laughs> it would be like direct and get people from the fairgrounds to the uh, convention center downtown. Mm. And uh, make it easier <laughs> to get people in and out for like louder than life and the big festivals. See, I think yeah, stuff. I think the it's big cool. festivals. Yeah, I can see yeah. it. Or Churchill Downs because it it could hit all it could, and, the airport. And it would have stops like yeah. at U of L. I think it was the places. first little taste of public transportation in, yeah. in yeah. Louisville. And, that and was the idea. We were like somebody else suit us. I was like somebody else suit us. After Nashville's uh, transportation proposal failed a few years ago, a city council proposed. 
uh, getting a system of gondolas around town to get people around. <laughs> like it's that, a ski resort? Yeah. <laughs> that that oh didn't get God. to the point where you buy suit either. so <laughs> many, yeah, so many. It's uh, no top golf. Yeah. <laughs> so many splatted tourists would fall off the gondolas. <laughs> oh, yeah, Nashville. You'd hear so many bachelorette parties just like, ah, <laughs> off the gondola. <laughs> um, all right, yeah, so that didn't happen. I don't know what I was thinking with that one. Um, all right, let's see here. I'm going to go to Shay. Uh, Shay Van Hoy, uh, editor-in-chief. Not Couldn't make it today. He predicted the Louisville Bats would have a winning record, and they did not. I looked it up. They yeah. were close to 500, but they finished the third from bottom of their division. Their but record was... Did they get they, sold this year? He they did have. get sold. Yeah, he <laughs> should have predicted that. that. They um, could have if they if Ellie De La Cruz didn't yeah, yeah, yeah. move up to the Cincinnati Reds. Yeah. And it, it was, they were 35 and 40, which that's very close to 500. Um, you know, Ellie De La Cruz, it was fun to watch him when he was... Uh, in town, and then they had uh, who was the outfielder that they had? Um, names escaping me, uh, but uh, but yeah, they had like a couple a couple mm-hmm. players that were there for a few months. Go to the uh, the Cincinnati Reds mm-hmm. very quickly. The Reds had a, a a decent run. They didn't quite make the playoffs. They kind of fell apart early, but um, but yeah, they they had a they had a good half a year. <laughs> I would mm-hmm. say. <laughs> so, um, let's see here. All right, uh, next, uh, I'll go back to Ellie here. Uh, you predicted Amazon would see some layoffs in the area. Um, that I looked it up. According to our list, they had 5,700 workers here both this year and last year. So I don't know if any layoffs occurred. Mm-hmm. There was some, like, end-of-last-year talk about them not having the demand that they did during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. So I don't think it... I, if they did layoffs, they did them quietly. We didn't see any major announcements of layoffs. Yeah. I couldn't remember what my second prediction was. So, I'm su- like, for some reason, I'm surprised that that's the prediction I made. Um, but I think our, last year, other papers in our chain were reporting on layoffs from Amazon in their markets. And so, I think I probably just was like, it'll probably happen here, too. Mm-hmm. I actually think maybe the opposite happened because they op- finally opened that one building that – you can see off of the Watterson yeah. that had just been sitting finished but empty for two years. Yeah. They finally opened that. So yeah. if anything, maybe they actually hired some people. I heard they were getting close to opening one in Lanesville, Indiana, too, uh, mm. which is close to here. Um, so they may have done that. I don't, I don't know if they ever actually got it open, but there was talk that that was kind of the same situation. They built it and then mm. didn't need it. Yeah. <laughs> and so I heard that that was coming online soon, but uh, uh, but haven't heard anything official on that. Um, all right, we'll go back to uh, let's go back to Steve here. I guess he predicted this. He got close on this one. Um, Louisville women's volleyball will win the national title. I looked it up. Uh, this just happened a few days ago. They did not win the national title. They were uh, the number two seed, and um, they made it to the elite eight, um, but and and finished uh, twenty seven and five overall. But didn't they fell short of the the national title? And I think. You know, it's it's definitely tough competition there. So, um, all right, let's see. Go back to Michael here. Now, Michael, I'm going to give you a full point on this one. So, that, congratulations. Ooh. You're the first person. 
with a full point. away with it. You're in the yeah. lead. <laughs> You're then it's Haley with a half a point, and then and no then, one else. And then no one. And then Michael, you said Greenberg will change. This kind of a, it's kind of an easy prediction. Greenberg will change. The new mayor Craig Greenberg would change the economic development strategy, and GLI would play a larger role. So you. He did change the economic development strategy and appointed a deputy mayor of economic development. Uh, that's Pat Malloy, right? Um, and uh, he he definitely engaged a lot of business people with the uh, what were those panel talks? Yeah, that uh, yeah. the strategic planning. Yeah. So uh, so yeah, I gave you a full point on that one because I have to give out points or like literally no one <laughs> would win this game. So. But uh, well, I did have a little bit of insider <laughs> knowledge since I'm the economic development reporter. <laughs> yeah, that's true, and you know, I mean, it's like. Um, you, you know, I mean, you you kind of know a new mayor is going to do something different than the old mayor, but uh, but I'll, I'll give that one to you. Um, let's see here. I'll go to Shay again. Uh, Shay predicted that uh, Southern Indiana would land a uh, big name uh, hotel, uh, specifically in Clarksville. I'm going to give Shay a half a point here. Again, I'm being generous. They did not land a he he said we would know the name of the hotel. We don't know the name of any hotel, but um, they did get selected as a site for a new Southern Indiana Convention Center, which is expected to have a 198 room hotel. Uh, a few years ago, the rumor was that that was going to be Aloft Hotel, but uh, that's been a few years and we hadn't heard that. So I don't know if that's still going to uh, materialize. Um, so yeah, I would say that's uh, that, that's a half a point. Again, me being generous here. Um, let's see. I guess I'll go back to Laurel. Laurel, our former co-host, predicted. Um, <laughs> this, I'm going to be real generous here. Um, another Louisville health company would move to Boston. Joel, you hadn't heard about any Louisville health companies going to Boston. No, not other than the uh, therapeutics. Uh, yeah, Talaris Therapeutics. Talaris is the only one I know of. Yeah, and I think that's what she was referencing yeah. when she when she said that. Uh, but I'm going to give her half a point because GLI visited Boston, and <laughs> that's as close as a healthcare company goes to Boston. I can get. I'm sure there was one healthcare company on that trip, Michael. So, uh, well, the Lumed people. Yeah. <laughs> And uh, and they they are kind of modeling their healthcare yeah, development yeah. after yeah, what Boston did. The so. Longwood Collective. Okay. Yeah. So yeah, definitely. I'm being very generous there. Um, all right. Let's see here. I predicted that John Schnatter would run for president. You can see that my predictions were completely <laughs> ridiculous. Um, and his um, his slogan would be better in. Or, Ingredients for a better America. Uh, that didn't happen. We didn't hear anything out of uh, uh, John on There's the still politics time. front. Mm-hmm. There's still time. It's 2024. I thought he would like throw his, you know, his name in that in the ring, but because I think he kind of brings in that um, that Trump voter because he's he's outspoken like Trump, and he's a businessman, and he's, you know, I think he's got the personality for it. So I I could still see him running for some office at some point. Um. All right, let's see here. I'll go to, we'll go back to Steve. He said that Jack Harlow would be involved in NIL recruitment efforts with U of L. I'm going to give Steve a half a point on this one because 
he does hang around a lot. Because <laughs> he's he there. <laughs> I imagine that. Because he's been spotted on you <laughs> campus. Yeah. He's been there more than once. He's always in the background. Yeah. yeah. He's, he's always somewhere. Wasn't Jack he? Carlo. Okay. What, what game was it? Was it Notre Dame when, when he was on the field? When he was yeah. on the field, yeah. he ran out there. And it was like Brom and who's the sportscaster from? Uh, uh, from oh, Katie George. Katie, Katie yeah. George yeah. and uh, and Jack Harlow and they were all kind of just like the big three, yeah. <laughs> the big three, and they were milling around on the uh, <laughs> on the U of L field. Uh, I'm going to count that as an nil deal. <laughs> sure, why not? <laughs> why not? So you yeah. can see the uh, the rules of this game are completely just they're fluid. Yeah, yeah they're fluid rules. Um, I'm sure someone sees Jack Harlow and says. I want to go to that school because mm-hmm. <laughs> Jack Harlow hangs around. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know if that person UK has the GPA. Can we have Jack Harlow? <laughs> <laughs> yep. All right. Let's see. Um, got Michaels. Uh, Shay also predicted. No, that's all I got from Shay. I got Shay's. Okay. Haley. Okay. This is another kind of general one. She predicted that star- that some Louisville startups would go under in 2023. Um, <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's what startups do. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, I'll give her a half a point because the the uh, the big one I'm thinking of is App Harvest. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Which, um, <laughs> that's not a Louisville startup. That's a Kentucky startup. But she wasn't specific. She just said startups. Um, so App Harvest didn't go under. They did file for bankruptcy. Uh, they're trying to sell the App Harvest uh, property. They've sold some of it. I can't remember exactly what the last, the latest is on App Harvest, but uh, uh, that that business definitely went away. And the reason she was saying that was because um, there will be way less startup funding available, which is absolutely true. There was a Silicon Valley Bank failed last, you know, in in March, um, and uh, we definitely saw a drop of startup capital. I'm going to predict that a building will be built next year. <laughs> <laughs> yes, that's how you do it. That's how you do it. Yeah, don't do what I did and like s- predict specific, you know, things would sell or lawsuits would be filed. The strategy just get as many half points as you can. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. And then and then just say so, say something generic. I think. Um, uh, let's see here. And then okay, uh, Laurel, she had one more here. I think this is the very final one. There would be uh, more advertising firm mergers. I'm going to give Laurel a half point because um, there was there wasn't a merger, but there was ownership changes with both BCH and Price Weber. They brought in different shareholders. I'm, I can count that yeah. as this one. Uh, Ellie's kind of shaking her head like, <laughs> no. Like, I just don't want Laurel to win when she's not here. <laughs> Honestly, yeah, okay, I hadn't done the math yet. No, it's okay. But she can win. No, well, it would, For put, now. It would put Michael and Laurel at a tie. Oh. And Michael's here, so I might as well yeah. just give him the title. And who would get the crown that we have? <laughs> yeah, the here. big trophy. The big trophy. <laughs> you guys can't see it, it's but it's here. It's still in the mail. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Oh wait, it's here. <laughs> uh, all right, I'm gonna I'm gonna not give Laurel that half point then. Uh, on, on you know what? I won't give her the one on people going to Boston. <laughs> 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 I'll give her the Just one on the advertising. Boston. <laughs> people will visit. People Boston. will go to Boston <laughs> next year. <laughs> Someone yeah. will take a plane trip next year. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> well, it, could you imagine? Could you, could you imagine if in 2021 Louisville gets a direct flight to Boston and then nobody goes to Boston <laughs> in 2022? <laughs> like that flight's just empty for all of 2022 or 2023, wherever it was, whatever year. Um, all right. Well, I think that is all the predictions we made last year. Um, so I'm going to just say, yeah, Michael wins. And it was the economic (laughs) development with one point. You had some close competition. Half point from Haley, half point from Shay, half point from Laurel, and half point from Steve. And those were all pretty generous half points. (laughs) So, um, all right. Well, that is our our look back at what we predicted in 2023. Uh, Stay tuned for next week's show. We are going to predict... Uh, what will happen in 2024, and hopefully we do a better job. Someone gets a full two points and not because I'm just handing out points. <laughs> um, but uh, before we wrap up, uh, we'll do what we always do here. We'll uh, go around the room, and you guys can share your social media handles and uh, where people can find you online. Uh, Ellie, I'll start with you on this one. You can find me on X at BFLU Eleanor and on LinkedIn under my name, Eleanor Tolbert. All right, Joel, where can people find you? You can find me on LinkedIn under my name, Joel Stinnett, and on Twitter at jstinnettbiz. All right, and Michael, where can people find you? I'm on X at Michael, and on LinkedIn under my name, Michael Jones. All right, and you can find me under my real name, David A. Mann, on LinkedIn. That's the only place I really hang out. Um, You can find this podcast on all the usual podcast services including Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, uh, and, uh, and many others. Um, if you really, really like this podcast, we are looking for a sponsor. I, gar- I tell you, it's usually more newsy than just us laughing at what dumb things we thought of <laughs> last year. But, uh, but if you're uh, interested in sponsorship, you can get in touch with our advertising director, Doug James. His email address is djamesbizjournals.com. Thank you very much, Ellie, Joel, and Michael. And thank you guys for listening to us at home. And we'll see you next time. Bye.